You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, it's myself and Thunder Rosa. We preview United Champions with our very own Justin Labar. We speak to WWE Hall of Famer Tito Santana. And we speak to your strong women's champion, Willow Nightingale, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. The one and only Tito Santana. Tito, good morning and thank you so much for the time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And there's, I mean, there's so much to get into with you, Tito, and, and... and correct me if I'm wrong, congratulations, because I believe this is your last school year, correct? Yes, uh, June 15th is my last day, and I can't wait. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's so funny because it brings me back to my childhood and my daughter, the last day of school and how you feel. But this is like it for you. Like, I mean, I, I'm sure you're going to miss it, but yeah, it must feel good to you know, to kind of put a, a period at the end of your career. Yes, they, they asked me if I, if I wanted to come back and sub, and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I've enjoyed it, but I'm done. I put my time in. Well, you know, Tito, like Mr. I said, Tito, this... Oh, go ahead, Thunder, go ahead. So, sorry, sorry, David. Um, well, first of all, it's an honor to talk to you as, you know, as, as, as a Latino wrestler, to see someone that in, you know, in the 70s made a career when, you know, sometimes it wasn't like the easiest thing to be, uh, you know, from a Latino background. Uh, how do you feel that uh, your legacy has been and what you were able to accomplish throughout your whole entire career for like uh, people like me? And what do you, what, well, how do you feel now? The, the, the more uh, I'm out, the more people, you know, I, uh, I spoke to Mario Lopez, uh, the, the actor, and he told me that I was a big influence on him. And I've uh, spoken to other uh, movie stars. And in 2004, when I got inducted into the Hall of Fame, Eddie Guerrero thanked me for opening the doors for Latinos. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm proud to, to have left a, a good legacy behind me. And I always try to, you know, pre- represent the Hispanics in the best way that I possibly could. And it's been a good ride. 
and 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 to be a positive influence because I it's it's got to be amazing Tito to to know that you influence and mentored so many people, especially in in an era like the '80s that you were such a big part of. Because um, to me, that's still kind of like the golden era of pro wrestling when everybody looked at those characters and personality as larger than life. It, it really doesn't surprise me that you influenced as many people as you did. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, was, uh, it was the best time in professional wrestling. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we weren't getting paid like the, you know, the, the new wrestlers are today, but uh, we didn't do too bad. You know, it, it uh, could have been a lot better, but uh, uh, it, it was good. You know, Tito, for you and your career, you know, the thing I probably most remember is the feud that you had with Greg DeHammer Valentine for the Intercontinental Championship. And there are so many big moments. Obviously, you're a part of the first ever uh, WrestleMania. But, like, is that the feud that most people want to talk about? Is that your favorite of your career? Uh, yes, it is. You know, uh, that feud, we wrestled each other close to three years. And, you know, uh, Howard Finkel told me that that was the longest feud in the history of uh, the WWF, the WWE. And, you know, now with so many pay-per-views, they'll never have a feud that'll last that long. I mean, we wrestled each other every night of the week, you know, for years. Wow. I mean, I didn't know that. The the longest feud. That's that's (laughs) something to hang your hat on. Go ahead, Thunder. I'm sorry. No, it's just like it's so interesting when you say that you you wrestle one person, you know, every night, you know, I know like, uh, well, I will, you know, speak personally, like you always like to uh, wrestle different opponents. But how was that rivalry help you, uh, you know, create and, and, and maybe recreate different um, different matches? Because, I mean, it comes to a point in where like, you guys know each other so well. I guess you didn't even have to call anything. Like, how were you able to bring something different to, to the ring every night? Well, you know, we, we, uh, us legends that were good workers like myself and Greg the Hammer Valentine and so many others, uh, we, we learned to listen to the people. And uh, Mr. Fuji taught me that. He says, the people will let you know what they want. But we always made sure that, that uh, we had a, a, like, we wrestled in New York Madison Square Garden. Well, we knew what kind of match we had, and we probably had the same match close to every night with the same finish for 30 days. And then we do a, a promos again for 30 more days and do the same thing and do it again the first time round. And then we'd uh, have a different finish for, for, I mean, we had lumberjack matches. We had uh, uh, no time limit, uh, no disqualifications. I mean, we had the tape fist match. Uh, and finally, I beat him in the cage match. But, you know, it, it was easy because, you know, for us, it was, I mean, me and Greg used to beat the crap out of each other, you know, because we, we used to get paid by the fans that we had in the ring. So, I mean, in, in, the, in, in the stands. So we had to convince them that it was real. So I used to come home and tell my wife uh, I've had easier street fights than uh, wrestling Greg every night. <laughs> you know, a, a couple interesting things from what you said. First of all, and, and it's something we talk about on the show all the time, Tito, is about 
the realism. Like, you know, then the, the, there was still the veil. There was still the magic of realism and, and presenting everything like, like it was truly real. And then the other thing is what you just said about, like, wrestling the same person every night, like what Thunder said. And then you could do because you weren't doing it on TV and it was because and because it was in front of a different crowd every night, you could kind of do the same match night after night and then see what works and what doesn't work. Like and then being out on the road and traveling, I think that's almost like a lost art in pro wrestling right now because everything is televised and everything you do is gonna be scrutinized. Yeah, that that was the that, that was the savior for us. But let me tell you, the wrestling fan in Madison Square Garden and the wrestling fan in Chicago and the wrestling fan in uh, in L.A., what works in one place maybe may not work in another place. So we we had to be ready to make the adjustment. That's why we we used to say, listen to the people, and and uh, you know when 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 you when you have an ear for the fans, you know. You, you figure out the fans do let you know what what uh, what they want and I, Mr. Fuji told me timing 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 and I used to say to myself when I first started timing I can tell you what time it is right now but <laughs> timing what are you talking about you know and then finally it took me a while and and, and I was wrestling Fuji in a match and and uh, he uh, I was selling and he told me to raise my arm start shaking it sh- shake it more says, can you hear the people shake it more shake it more and, and it's the first time that I really, really was able to hear the fans and what my movement was doing to control uh, the the fans. One other question I've been always wanting to ask to you, because I grew up, uh, I fell in love with pro wrestling, watching Georgia Championship Wrestling. You were a part of Georgia Championship Wrestling at that time when I was watching. And I... Tommy Rich was was like this uber baby face that everybody loved. I know you teamed with Tommy Rich from time to time. What was it like working with Tommy Rich in, you know, 82, 83 when he was probably the hottest pro wrestler that there that there was at that time? Well, I I I, I kind of imaged my career and my 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 matches, you know, uh kind of like Tommy cuz, you know, Tommy Rich, and if you were a fan back then, you know, they used to call him Wildfire because whenever he made comebacks, I mean, the guy just exhausted himself. And, you know, that's what I would do. You know, once you make a comeback and you get those those fans going, you know, you want to uh, try to keep them up as long as you can. And it's an art to be able to do that, you know, because you can lose them in your comeback if you don't know what you're doing. But if you have that energy and, and the fans see that, man, they just – the fans just stay behind you. And, and uh, you know, I always admired Tommy Rich. Uh, they called him uh, Wildfire. You know, I think there's a different uh, different reasons why they called him Wildfire. <laughs> but, uh, you know, <laughs> he, he was a wild man. Um, you know, uh, like that time, and then you go over to the WWF. You're a part of the first ever WrestleMania. You're in the open. I mean, think about it. It's going to be remembered forever because I'm sure – back in 1985 that you didn't think we'd be talking about WrestleMania in 2023, but you were a part of the first WrestleMania in the first match at WrestleMania, which at, at the time I remember watching the first WrestleMania Tito. And I'm like, I can't believe they have Tito in the opening match 
Like, it's not because, res- you know, wrestling was different then. I was like, man, Tito mm-hmm. should be in one of the main event matches. Like, did it bother you that you were in the opening match? And I'm sure you probably look at it differently now that it's more historic than it's ever been. Well, I, I looked at it completely different, but it did bother me because at the time, Greg the Hammer, Valentine, and myself, we had the hottest feud. I mean, we were, we were selling out big arenas without Hogan on the card. And that was the first time that that was happening. And all of a sudden, I find out I'm going to be in the opening match. You know, so I, I was behind the curtain, and, and Vince uh, McMahon came up behind me. And, and uh, you know, I was kind of pissed off. But, you know, I was an employee. I, I was a company man. I was going to do what they asked me to do. Uh, Vince came up behind me before I went through the curtains. And, uh, I mean, Vince is the best worker of all of us. And he says, Tito, the reason you're – on the first match is because we need you to get the people out their ass. You're going to set the tempo. And that gave me a completely different outlook on, you know, on why I, I am in the first match. And the longer I go, you know, I realized how important it was, you know, they don't remember a lot of the other matches, but they remember the opening match. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's going to go down like whenever we talk about the history of WrestleMania, you know, one of the trivia questions is who wrestled in the first match. So like Tito, it's 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 actually a blessing that you're in that opening contest on the first ever WrestleMania because it almost solidified your name in the history books. And 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 here we are, you know, in 2023 and we're on the road to WrestleMania 40 for crying out loud. Did you ever imagine that we'd be talking about that 40 years later? We had no idea. I mean, Vince had a meeting with us, you know, before WrestleMania, and he says, uh, do or die. He says, I've invested everything I got. Uh, Tonight we're going to either make it or we're going to (laughs) stink. And, uh, you know, we made it. I mean, you know, he he has a mind, you know, beyond anybody else. I mean, the, the way he could foresee the future you know of the business he totally changed it you know tito you're you're in the hall of fame and as as you should be what what was that honor like for you being inducted in the hall of fame it 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 turned out to be a a, a real honor uh when they first called me you know one, I left in 93. I, I, uh, they tried to get me to be an agent. They tried to get me to come back. And I, when I left, I was done. I, I, you know, I was just tired of being on the road for so many days every year. Uh, so Howard Finkel called me on the phone, and, and uh, he says, uh, you're going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Well, for me, it didn't mean anything because it was going to be uh, the first group to be inducted. Uh, and I didn't agree to it until I heard how much I was going to get paid. And then it's when I agreed. And then I, I, I didn't realize how big it was until my family from Texas, they flew, Vince flew about eight members of my family from Texas. He sent two limousines to my house to pick us all up. We got to the hotel. And when I got out of the car, I saw how big, how much it had grown and, how the fans from Japan, from all over the world were coming up and, you know, uh, wanted my autograph. Uh, you know, it was just uh, right there. I, I realized, man, this 
this is a completely different business than what what it was when I left it. For, Mr. Tito, oh, go ahead, Thunder. Um, I'm listening to you, you know, throughout, you know, all your, your career, when you say that in 1993, you were done with professional wrestling and then you went into teaching and like, did you just like completely cut ties and you're like, I'm not watching wrestling. I'm done. And, and, and when you did that, make the decision, how did you utilize all your experience as a professional wrestler into teaching? Well, I already had, I played college football and then I played professional football. But when I was in college, I got my degree uh, to be a, a gym teacher and a Spanish teacher. Uh, but let me tell you, I, I didn't, I was done being on the road. I wasn't done with wrestling. Okay. Because uh, I, I, for about six months, I didn't do anything. I, I just enjoyed myself. I played golf, learned how to play golf. Uh, but the independent market was, was unbelievable. I used to work uh, two or three days every weekend, and wow. and uh, I was making more money than I was making with the WWF full time. Wow! So, what? You know, that was uh, that. It was great. Plus, they paid all my expenses. You know, the the, the independent market. If they flew me, they paid my expenses. They paid for my food. Yes. They paid uh, for everything. So, I mean. What a what a eye opener for me, you know. Like, there's no way I was gonna go back seven days a week when I could do it in two or three days in the weekend, and you know, make more yes. money than what I was doing being on the road. Plus, I had to pay for my rental cards. I had to pay for my hotel when I was with the WWF and, and my food. That's that's, that's amazing. That's, that's insane. That's amazing. You know, Tito, thank you so much for the time. Uh, it, we really appreciate it. We learned a lot. This is former UFC champion Chris Weidman. Do you want to feel what it's like to get in the octagon with me? Right now, we are bringing the hardest-hitting MMA talk on the planet to your podcast feeds with Won't Back Down, a SiriusXM podcast. Every Monday, I'm speaking my mind and taking you inside combat sports like no one else. Every tap, every snap, and whatever else is on my mind. Download Won't Back Down right now on SiriusXM, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Won't Back Down. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Justin, this is a big weekend tonight with Impact, uh, tomorrow with Night of Champions, Sunday with NXT and AEW. I don't remember this many uh, premium live events in one weekend. And then also we're getting NXT and AEW with two events going head to head on Sunday. This is an end on boot. It's a holiday weekend. This is this is a pretty unprecedented weekend we're stepping into. It really is. Uh, it really is. You know, it just it's it's the perfect kind of um, recipe when you figure, you know, the wrestling landscape in the last several years, how more and more has, has popped up, obviously, AEW leading that charge. And then also with the premium live events, um, you know, now shifting around and we get Saturday night events, we get Saturday afternoon events, depending yeah. on the time zone and where they are in the world and, and, and NXT uh, you know, while it's not uh, the NXT, well, while it's not necessarily, you know, selling out Barclays or things like that used to, they're reemerging, getting back on the road and, and with their own events. So it's uh, and obviously AEW with their big uh, their big week in, in Vegas. So, yeah, it's it's unprecedented. It'll be um, I'll be real curious, uh, you know what? I'll be real curious every bit of data we can use, whether it's uh, pay-per-view buys in the in the case of AEW, whether it's whatever numbers, you know, which can be touted by WWE from from Peacock, uh, Gate for live events, what's trending on social. I'll be really curious because you're right, it's a holiday weekend. So, uh, you know, they're, they are fighting, every, they, all of them are fighting for uh, their yep. audience's attention, uh, live or otherwise. So, yeah, big weekend uh, all the way around. Very exciting. Now, that tag match to me is probably, of all the matches we're going to see this weekend, in my opinion, may be the biggest of them all. Because when you look at the bloodline and you look at the story of the bloodline and you look at Roman Reigns and how he's dominated, if Roman and Solo win these tag team championships, then this is the way that we can get Roman to cross over into Monday Night Raw because it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to do that now. They said that this World Heavyweight Championship is exclusively for Raw and that Roman is exclusively on SmackDown. But if he's a tag team champion, those tag team champions are recognized both for SmackDown and Monday Night Raw. Maybe that's a way to cross him over and, again, get connected with Cody at some point in the future. There are so many different creative scenarios that makes it so much fun as a fan to talk about, and I I hope it's fun uh, in some way for for the office, for creative. (laughs) For yeah. all the options they have, because there's that option, right? You, you're right. He could cross over into Raw because he's now holding 
tag team titles that are still wow. representative of both brands. Also, if his team was to lose, which is hard to imagine Roman Reigns being involved in anything and losing, because it's been, you know, I think I think I think tomorrow is a thousand days that he's yep. been champion, world champion. Wow. If, if his team was to lose, you would have to assume they're not gonna pin Roman, right? If, if his team's gonna lose, Solo's gonna that, get of pinned. Of course not. Right. Come on, Justin. Of course they're not gonna pin him. Right. So Solo's gonna get pinned. Well, that's just gonna create animosity and problems among Solo and Roman. And, and, you know, so then we start looking at Money in the Bank. We start looking at SummerSlam. You start lining up, say, okay, now I think the, the next big opponent for Roman in terms of his world title is somebody in his family. It's the Usos, or maybe we add Solar to the list. So there's just so many different scenarios that it, it, it's really intriguing. Because uh, uh, you're, you're right, Dave. You said it, it has the most. It has the most to give. It has the most uh, dominoes are going to fall because of it. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, th 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 there's so many options, and that is just that is just that's so rich when you get into that ter in that territory and pro wrestling stories. And and think of it this way, you know, you look at Roman, and you just mentioned uh, a thousand days. It'll be a thousand days tomorrow that he's been the champion. Now you're in that territory, right now, like at numbers at. Like he's he's surpassed obviously CM Punk. CM Punk was the champion for 434 days, so he's left that completely in the dust. Pedro Morales, 1,027 days. He's gonna pass Pedro Morales because you know there's nothing that's gonna happen over the next 30 days that's gonna be even a threat for Roman to drop that that championship title. So that only leaves. Bruno San Martino's second reign, Hulk Hogan's longest reign, Bob Backlund, and then Bruno's first reign. You know, he is going to be, Justin, in that upper echelon. He is going to be with Hogan, Backlund, and Bruno. That is like holy territory when it comes to the world of the WWE. Think about it, Justin, when... When CM Punk was champion, they were talking about how long that reign was and it was the longest modern-day reign. Man, I mean, he is going to be up there with the Brunos, the Hogans, and the Backlands. That's telling you something about how much they believe in Roman, but, again, how valuable Roman is to the WWE. And as long as they keep doing... Uh, as long as they keep doing these shows, both the, you know, the Raw and SmackDowns and the the premium events <laughs> and they keep touting this is our best gate ever in this city in the history of going there or this attendance or whatever, whatever, whatever. as long as, you know, and, and look, I, I know those numbers can be, they can, whatever, they can manipulate a little bit, maybe fudge a little bit, but, but still business, business numbers that, that they do have to report, you know, in their earnings meetings every quarter, you know, that stuff is real. And as long as business keeps being as good as it is and it's, and it's all happening under the time where he is your world champion. I'm not saying it's all because of him, but you can't deny who your world champion is when business is going good. Yep. There is no telling, Dave, for how long. There's no telling for when this is going to stop. Um, you know, but any which way, even if he was to drop, even if he, you know, he's right, you're, he's going to pass Pedro because uh, it, it, by the time Money in the Bank even gets here, even if he has a single yep. match of Money in the Bank, he's passed it. So, yeah, he's going to pass Pedro. And, and even if he even if he drops it there, even if Pedro's the last one that he he – pops over in that illustrious list you just gave off you then have to look at it in context and say you know yeah this is this is him doing it and and you know from from 2020 to 2023 this is him doing it in a time where WWE produces you know 
how many hours of programming in a yep. week, how many hours of programming in a month versus no, oh, I mean, wow. again, not taking anything away from Bruno or Backlund or Hogan at that time, you know, but it was just a different, it was a different run, different time, different expectations. There wasn't, you're not on national TV in the same, you know, so it's just, it's, it is quite remarkable. All things considered, and that makes this match so interesting. And oh, by the way, there's still the dangling of if the Usos are a factor at all. I don't know if the Usos are over in Saudi Arabia. I don't know if they're going to be part of the show in terms of, you know, are they ringside? Do they make themselves present? But their their piece in this whole story, too, and the in the 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 the, the, the ruffles we're feeling between them and, and Roman. It's just, it's so good. Hi, everybody. Christopher Mad Dog Russo here. Familiar? You should be. Well, now you can catch Mad Dog's Daily Bite each day as a podcast where you'll hear my thoughts and opinions on the biggest topics around the world of sports. NFL, baseball, golf, NBA, even the hockey. That you know you can count on. That's Mad Dog's Daily Bite. Drops daily anywhere you get your podcasts. And you can also hear me weekdays 3 to 6 Eastern on Mad Dog Unleashed, Sirius XM Channel 82, or anytime on the SXM app. My number one wrestler on my power rankings this week, and that is your new strong women's champion, our friend Willow Nightingale. Willow, thank you so much for the time and congratulations. Thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited to chat with y'all. This is oh my big. god! I go ahead. Thunder. It is. It is big, David. I um I have so much respect for you willow i i think we we talk about this huge opportunity i saw that you know uh, that you were going to be in this tournament uh, and i know that in the last couple i was say the last couple of months you've been on fire with everything you've done and everything you touch and like the the way that you're connecting with the fans and and seeing how much people love you and like the reaction of this humongous opportunity uh i can't even imagine how you felt when you you were in the ring um pretty wild uh is how I felt I think um as a performer yourself you're familiar with like having anxiety related to performing like I get nervous before every single match it doesn't matter if it's like someone who is a year into the wrestling business and I'm like all right this should this should be pretty easy light work or I'm wrestling in a title match like I have the same nerves the same butterflies going into it but somebody told me that means it's just because I care um but something like this like preparing for the tournament um I understood just how big it would be it's the first ever um champion being crowned last weekend and uh while it is strong it's for new Japan strong I have a lot of confidence in my strength I think right now I'm physically the strongest I've ever been um I also know like conditioning and being able to have like long bouts in there uh is something that would probably be required of me in the tournament so I had really upped my training and preparation um so I told my coach about it I was like in three weeks I've got like a tournament I'm going to be wrestling probably a few times in the day if it if it goes my way you know if I if I can keep up and he was like, all right, this is what we did for it. Like my coach, my strength and conditioning coach, is the same person MJF uses. So he was like, all right, like we'll do kind of like an abridged version of what he did for his Ironman match because he was like, I, we don't have time to do a full program. So in three weeks, this is as good as we're going to get your conditioning. And, um, you know, obviously it all worked out for me. My conditioning held up and here I am. <laughs> New champ. <laughs> And again, congratulations. And 
if you were to make a list of the best women's wrestlers over the last, you know, 15, 20 years, the woman that you beat would probably be in the top two uh, uh, on that list. Yeah. So, like, you beat somebody who is, you know, a legend, one of the people that a lot of fans respect, not just for what is going on right now, but over the last couple of decades in this re, re uh you know, this revitalization of women's wrestling. And then you beat her to become this champion. I mean, you know, how do you feel about that? Because that is a, that is a bit of history in what you were able to accomplish last weekend. Um, yeah, it's, it's very surreal because like you said, she is extremely accomplished. I'm, I'm a fan of hers. Um, and I think respect goes into what we do in wrestling like through and through but in an instance like this like I remember sitting on the couch and watching when she made her like main roster debut on Raw and I like went through the house screaming and my mom was like what's going on and I was I was very excited because I had gone to school in Boston and she was a Boston girl um she's a woman of color and uh, it really just seemed like everything she did she truly believed in herself something that inspired and everything. I'm not the person that company, like even before AEW and Ring of Honor, like if this company doesn't see the star power in me, I know the star power in myself. And she was somebody I could kind of turn to and be like, that is the attitude that I need. Um, and she was in so many landmark matches. Um, so especially going into this, I knew the possibility of facing her was there. And, uh, I wanted, I wanted to do her proud as much as I did myself. And hopefully, um, you know, this is something that could earn respect <laughs> from her and, um, and the New Japan fan base. Um, with, with that said, uh, I think that, as you know, this is a new division in the New Japan um area like they didn't have women for a long long time and mercedes monet came in um and had, and changed a lot of stuff i know we had Kyrie, who was the first champion for that but i feel like when she was uh introduced into new japan pro wrestling i i feel like she opened the doors for a lot more eyes to come and watch this division now you are the first ever champion from new japan's in the women's division how does that uh, impact your life as a professional wrestler? And also how heavy is the crown? It's very heavy. Um, like, I think people uh, at this point are aware that Mercedes is is probably going to be out for, for some time. She's the only one who can tell you how long um, exactly what happened to her. Um, and I do hope she gets well and recovers as quickly as possible. You know, if I still have this title by the time she comes back, I would love a rematch. Um, but um, with that being said, I think there are more eyes on me than ever before. Uh, I'm somebody who's very used to um, people being on my side, people cheering for me and people rooting for me. And after this championship win, I did receive a lot of that. A lot of people saying you deserve it. A lot of people um, saying it's about time. Um, but there have also been a handful of people who don't think that I can live up to what being a champion is, especially of uh, 
this caliber. And now I recognize the fact that the championship's on me, right? They can't change that. And the only thing I can do is step up and prove to them that I am worthy of this title. Um, so one of the things that, that I'm planning on doing is trying to find some time to head out to LA, train over at, at the New Japan and um, really kind of look over my schedule and reevaluate how much training I can fit into being on the road on top of what I'm already doing. Um, so for me, those were like the first steps because I know I don't want this to be something that people, um, when they look at the history books and they see Willow Nightingale as the first New Japan strong women's champion, I don't want them to see a little asterisk and be like, oh, well, she only won because her opponent got hurt and it was an easy victory. Like that's pro wrestling, baby. That's how it happens. If you get hurt, you were you that day, you know, your the fight wasn't on your side. The fight was on my side that night. And here I am champion. So the only thing I can do is move forward as a champion, and that is wear this title with pride and do all I can to continue defending it for as long as I can. And Willow, and, and, and again, and we you were a big topic of conversation on this show yesterday with myself and Bully. Because it doesn't matter uh, about the circumstances. It's, it's a matter of what happens right now. And as we're talking to you, you have that championship title on your shoulder. And you should wear it with pride because you did win that match. And, yeah. and, like, and that's all that matters. As a matter of fact, I, I, you know, this isn't a knock, but it's just the way that I feel. And we talked about it yesterday. Too. I, I'm surprised that there wasn't more of a feature for you on Wednesday than there was. This is a huge, huge accomplishment you beating one of the best female pro wrestlers not forget female one of the best pro wrestlers over the last 10 15 20 years is mercedes money and and you beat her one two three in the middle of the ring you are that champion right now that is that is a huge huge accomplishment and and i thought it should have been featured a little bit more but that being said let's look into the future and what this means for you and you know, being that champion, and and I've seen it, everybody's seen it, we've heard it as well. Your fan base is getting louder and louder each and every week. And that is before you won that championship. So I would think moving forward, this is going to be mean a lot to you, your fan base, and your future for not just AEW, but for New Japan as well. Yes, I would agree. Um, this week, we are in Las Vegas for the double or nothing pay-per-view. We have a lot of plans uh, already in action. We see that we've got uh, Tony versus Jamie Hayter coming up. We've got uh, Jade Cargill versus Ty Valkyrie coming up. And uh, those are are championships that have been spotlighted in our company um, because they are AEW championships. Um, I hope moving forward that we can feature this more and more. but going into pay-per-view, those are the matches that we're going to see, and those are what are going to be highlighted uh, moving into it. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy that we were able to get a moment to spotlight this and talk about this, and I hope that the next time that I am in the ring for AEW or Ring of Honor, um, I'm able to show my strength, show that I'm strong, as the title suggests. And, um, you know, I... You know, Tony. Tony knows what's in plan. It, it, what's in the works for all, for AEW and what Dynamite would good is going to look like next week. Um, I would love to be included in that and really be able to show uh, a fun championship match. Um, but 
I, I was I was very happy to at least say my piece and kind of have a little hurrah. Walking in the back in the locker room and hearing everyone go, hey, champ, is something that takes a minute to get That's used cool. to. Uh, but, you know, I do it with a smile like this and say thank you. <laughs> so for those who have been following Willow, they know that her story. They know that she's gone through a lot of hardships. And on every single hardship, she was able to um, overcome every single obstacle. And one of the obstacles was... Uh, at a point in her career, I don't think um, there was doubt that she will come back and wrestle. And because of a very serious injury she suffered a couple years ago, and I remember when she did her comeback to the ring and on uh, women's of wrestling, and that was that was really cool to see. And th I remember that moment, and I remember watching you pin Mercedes, and I said, "This is freaking redemption for someone who loves professional wrestling." that professional wrestling was taken away because of an injury. And now she comes and she's becoming the first ever champion of a new division uh, for new Japan pro wrestling. And, and just going back on what you were saying that uh, there was a lot of support, a, a lot of overwhelming positive support for you, but there was a lot of people that, you know, tried to take that moment and try to like uh, take that bright light that you just shine with this win. And I just want to, you know, voice this again. She deserved this just as much as, you know, Mercedes would. She deserves this so much because she's worked so hard. And I've never seen you one time complaining about anything. On the contrary, this woman has worked so hard on everything she's done. Every single thing has not been given. She worked and proved her worth for herself. And for the fans, and now, like you were saying, David, the fans are emotionally invested with you, Willow. You deserve this. You are gonna do a great job as a first ever women champion for the New Japan Strong Women's Division. And I personally cannot wait to see what storylines you're gonna be in, the matches that you're gonna have, and how even we're better conditioning you are gonna have because you are ready for this. You are so ready for this. Thank you. I, I feel like um, a lot of times people look at Willow Nightingale and they see the smile and they see the character and they see the energy. Um, but I don't know that people ever give me credit to my wrestling ability. And I feel like New Japan um, is very much like a wrestling first company that is the culture uh in japan as far as professional wrestling goes and that carries through this um so i'm really looking forward to this being my opportunity to spotlight that of course always bringing the energy always bring the fun always bring the smile that's a given i can't ever go out there and not bring that that's just who i am um but i really uh want to be able to spotlight my wrestling and have that also be something that people talk about yeah and thank you. Thank you for all those kind words and recognizing that, you know, hard work, hard work isn't something that you just do one day and then people say, yeah. oh, she's a hard worker. It's like, I've been doing this for eight years and it's something you have to do every single day. So yes. thank you. Well, Willow, congratulations to you. Thank you for giving us your time. I know this is a busy weekend for you and everything that's going on with AEW this weekend. So the fact that you joined us, it really means a lot. And once again, congratulations on that championship title and hold it with pride. You deserve it and can't wait to see what happens with you next. 
Thank you. I do appreciate that. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream the podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.